Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast edition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And this is our page six for October 25th, 2020. So our page six topic today is about the last presidential debate since it happened this past week. And also because the first presidential debate was total chaos. In case you guys didn't watch it, it was a lot of people talking over each other, especially Trump talking over the both the moderator and Joe Biden. So, I mean, it's good entertainment, but if you want to try to learn something from it, you'll get nothing. Yeah. So, the first topic that was being discussed in the final presidential debate was living under the coronavirus pandemic. And Trump kept saying that, oh, the virus will go away, the pandemic will go away, in time we'll be fine. And Biden is saying that, oh, people are learning to, quote, die with it. Which also means that, like, oh, we've kind of gotten used to the consequences of COVID-19. I remember in the beginning of coronavirus, like in March, right? Mm-hmm. And even February when um, the coronavirus pandemic was starting to uh, spread in other countries, but not U.S. yet. And Trump was like, oh, it's only a few cases. We'll go away. We'll handle this. It'll and go then, away by summer. Um, the warm like, weather. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, oh, once the warm weather hits, it'll go away because it's like the normal flu. Oh, or it's similar. You know, like, boy, has that changed? Oh, my God. We're still stuck in this. And it's been how long? Seven, eight months now? It's been... Eight, eight months. months. March. March is the third month. Now we're in the tenth month. Seven, seven months. months. But still, that's that's still a pretty significant time. Yeah. I mean, for us, it's just crazy to think about because now it feels like, I don't know, I feel like I'm adjusted, but at the same time, I like am really missing everything. Everything. Dude, when I talk about summer or like when I try to think about what summer was, what like what I did, during the summer, I always skip the one that just happened, like the most recent summer, because we were living in quarantine throughout that entire thing, and it doesn't feel like anything happened. It didn't even feel like summer at that point, yeah. so I always kind of skip that summer for some reason. Mm-hmm. The next topic that was discussed was health care. Trump said that he'll have a plan to replace Obamacare and that he'll protect patients with pre-existing conditions. Biden said that people deserve to have affordable health care and that his Biden care proposal will live up to that standard. Yeah. So Trump has been talking about releasing a plan, a quote, beautiful plan to replace Obamacare, but it's been how long now? His entire presidential term mm-hmm. and nothing has happened. I mean, obviously they have made efforts to uh, I think pass one or two laws for uh, protecting pre-existing conditions and along with their dire efforts in st- Senate and um, the administration to repeal the Affordable Care Act, which is basically Obamacare, right? Yeah. And they keep saying that they'll replace it. I mean, it seems like for me, I mean, obviously, I there is some bias, but throughout his campaigning and throughout his presidency, there seems to be more doing in the appealing of Obamacare rather than the installment of a new plan, right? Yeah. He doesn't, like, I watched, I watched a town hall, Trump's town hall, the one that replaced the second yeah. presidential debate, uh-huh. like the, what was supposed to be the second presidential debate. 
and someone asked him, like, what are your plans, right? Mm-hmm. He, like you said, like, um, he says that he will have a plan, but it's really lacking any specific, specificity, right? Yeah, he says, like, oh, like, oh well, yeah, to protect people, that's a low cost. Yeah, that's what everybody wants. That's what you, like, that's what every single American wants, right? You want um, affordable, you want good healthcare, right? You want ones that protect pre-existing conditions, which many people have now because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but they're sure you appeal to those guidelines and those... Um, those um, aspirations, yes, right? but I mean, we kind of need like specific details, right? Mm-hmm. Before we even release the healthcare plan so people know what they're dealing with, but obviously that hasn't been happening. We know that Biden obviously is in support of Obamacare-ish. He says, I remember he says that he recognizes the flaws, one being that it is very expensive, right? Yes. Um, but he says that he would want to expand it and um, provide, improve on it, it, right? Um, Again, detail-wise, I think he's a little more detailed. I mean... Than, um, like Trump, Trump overall in yeah. his like in his town halls and whatnot. I know they don't really go in depth, and especially with the debate, right? You don't have two minutes. Are you really gonna explain like everything? The details? <laughs> yeah. And they seem to. I don't know. For me, I, um, watching the debates, I see more fluff than actual con- actual concrete ideas, right? Yeah. I mean, on his website. I think there is a lot more details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how they're going to like stats on how much healthcare like average American gets or whatever, mm-hmm. and also how they'll try to expand coverage for everybody and have it to be more affordable. But yeah, if people are only watching the ba- the debates and not doing their own research and trying to get their own information, then there is almost nothing you can get from the debates that are valuable because well like cecilia said you only have two minutes to discuss like how much you're gonna put into your answer there's nothing you can do or like 30 second rebuttal like come on Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do so the next topic that we have is foreign interference in the u.s elections it has been reported that china russia and iran have all tampered Iran or trying, too? Yeah, have been trying to tamper or have tampered with the U.S. presidential election. And at the introduction of this topic, both candidates began kind of attacking the other's involvement with foreign powers. Mm-hmm. Biden said that Trump was paying more taxes in China than in the U.S., and obviously that's kind of suspicious. Trump said that Biden and his family... Specifically, his son and his brothers have been earning money from foreign powers. I don't remember where. It was either China or Iran, but it's kind of fuzzy for me. And then Biden also said that these powers will pay if he is re-elected because they're messing with, quote, American sovereignty. I mean, obviously, none of us, none of them want foreign interference in the election. I mean, like, face on, like, what they say, right? Yeah. They're not going to say anything opposite of that, but... I mean, this is where, like, a lot of... I know usually they people don't... I mean, I personally don't really like it when they bring, like, personal things into it, right? 
But sometimes personal does have to do with um, politics, right? Because especially if your personal affairs are um, combined with your political affairs are benefiting you in a in an unequal way. But I guess it's just unfair. I I know Biden has faced a lot of backlash about his son and his involvement. I think it was Turkey. It was a Turkish company. I think so, but yeah. I'm not that sure. And he got a job there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then it's not China. Yeah. My bad. But also, like, with China, right? I know Trump's daughter, Ivanka, has gotten a lot of patents approved in China recently. Oh. Ever since, um, like, Trump has been re-elected. Uh, not real. Oh, my gosh. Ever since Trump has been elected, uh-huh. right? And I know they made around, like, her and his... Her and her husband have made around like three hundred million dollars, um, since like being as a advisor to or with their oh, connections as an advisor to yeah. President Trump, um. But I like, I mean, obviously, I mean, you can't stop someone from working in another company, like, uh, in another country, right? Exactly. That's their like, choice and whatnot. To, then, or but, if they want to, they can. Yeah, a lot of this does get blurred, and I think it's very unfair to, um, like, point this out, but not point that out. Like, I don't know why Biden doesn't say that about Trump, like, while Trump does say stuff about... Yeah, Trump is always pointing out the negative stuff, especially about foreign affairs, but Biden usually stays more quiet, I think. Yeah, I think Biden focuses more on Trump. Trump does spread out his remarks to associates and close... Right, right, right. So, like, for example, his family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Topic after this one is that um, children have been separated from the parents at the border. I think we've all heard about this. I think about 500 or 506 children have not been reunited with their parents ever since they got separated at the border. Trump said that immigrant children are being brought over by, quote, bad people, which he explains are, or which he explains include cartels, murderers, and rapists. He also mentioned his wall in that the border is as strong as ever and that they'll be letting people in, but legally. Biden said that children are not necessarily coming into the United States with cartels or the bad people that Trump mentioned, but that they're coming in with their immigrant parents, and that the children have not yet been reunited with their parents yet. They also began discussing the issue of immigrants being kept in cages. I think we've also all heard of that before. That was an issue, I think, when? I mean, it's been it's always issue. Been an issue. It's always been an issue. Um, but Trump began asking Biden, like, oh, who built these cages? Basically implying that Biden was somewhat responsible for this issue and biden said that he recognizes that it was a mistake and that he's advocating for the eradication of it i think yeah i mean one thing that does strike me obviously uh keeping the kids in cages is one immoral inhumane um also like stereotyping a specific nationality to bad people quote unquote is racist um but, I mean, obviously, for me, 
like hearing Trump say like, oh, people should just come in legally. But the issue is like coming in legally is hard for many people across the world, right? It takes a very long time to yeah. get their paperwork approved. Even if it does get approved, some people don't even have their paperwork approved and they yeah. can never go where they want mm-hmm. to be. And also to, if you want paperwork, you need some kind of money, right? And the people who seek to come here, right? are most likely people who don't have that much money, right? Mm-hmm. And you're hearing things like, oh, like, why don't they just come in legally, right? It's hard. And two, it's getting harder, right? I know Trump has pushed, like, especially, so if you, if you are someone from another country, right, and you are seeking asylum, you mm-hmm. can actually do that to come to the United States, right? You can seek asylum for, to the United States. But there has been a decrease in um, the applicants, not the applicants, the people who are let in of the asylum seekers, right? Like, it all depends on the United States, who lets, how many asylum seekers do we let in? And we keep on letting in less asylum seekers. Exactly, so the argument, just come in legally, doesn't work out. It's physically, not physically, but it's almost impossible for everyone to come in legally. Yeah. Unless then the only possibility, well, as a compromise, right, to, like, what I see is to expand the number of um, asylum seekers being let in and also to expedite all the paperwork needed to become a citizen, right? Mm-hmm. I know many, like, viewers, I don't know how many, like, some viewers may be concerned, like, how do I know this person's fit to be, like, um, an American citizen, like, do they hold ideals or morals or whatever? Um, and I mean, like, how long does it take that? Like, I've seen people have their, like, get their paperwork in 10 years, right? Does it really exactly. take 10 it years? It should not take that long. It's just paperwork. It's not like you're, ta- you should not be taking this much time to evaluate and approve someone's paperwork. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And moving on to one of the next issues that they wanted to talk about, it was about um, Black Lives Matter and the talk that black parents have with their kids, like about the police during the Race in America portion of the debate. So Trump said that he, when he first heard of Black Lives Matter, protesters were chanting, quote, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, and Trump thought that was horrible and um basically i think that uh, according to him that basically downplayed his entire opinion and viewpoint about black lives matter he also said that he got quote criminal justice reform done and prison reform and opportunity zones i took care of black colleges and universities i can't even see the audience because it's so dark but i don't care who's in the audience i'm the least racist person in this room End quote. I, okay, this is like what it reminds me of like when the CEO or the owner of, um, of, uh, what's that, uh, Equinox and SoulCycle, um, he gave a, like a, he held a fundraiser dinner for Trump, right? And everybody was, especially like if you think about the demographic that attends or who, pay for the memberships of SoulCycle right, and yeah. um, Equinox, they 
were very mad and they kind of like there was a lot of backlash right and then he sent out a like a uh, a letter or something saying like oh like i don't always believe everything he says like i believe he's like talking especially with like race and economic issues or not economic race especially right he's like i am a champion of racial equality right and i remember trevor Noah was like really a champion like people really don't have to go that far to say they're a champion like are you really a champion of racial equality like really um <laughs> just like is trump really the least racist person like like the exaggeration just serves to prove that like you're just so scared of someone actually calling you out on your racist behavior behavior right, right? It's blatant exaggeration. Like, who would really believe Trump is the least racist person in the world? Or in the audience, right? In the audience or whatever. And he also said, here's another quote, quote, And if you look, with the exception of Abraham Lincoln, nobody has done what I've done. Criminal justice reform, Obama and Joe didn't do that. I don't even think they tried because they had no chance at doing it. End quote. I have an issue with the exception of Abraham Lincoln part of that sentence. Like, really? The Emancipation Proclamation. You're gonna compare yourself to the person who did that. No, I. I it might. Is that direct quote from Trump? Yes. Oh. On Biden's side of the conversation, they were. I think they were talking about the talk that people of color have to discuss with their children. Basically, telling them, oh put both hands on top of the wheel, don't reach for the glove box because someone might think that you're reaching for a weapon and shoot you. Things like that. And Biden was like, oh, I never had to tell my daughter that I also believe, he also believes that there, like, there's institutionalized racism. So that was one of the main points that he made about Black Lives Matter and racism in the United States. So the next topic that they discussed was the relationship with Kim Jong-un, who is, in case you didn't know, is the North Korean leader. And Trump said that he has a, quote, good relationship with Kim Jong-un. Biden mentioned that North Korea's nuclear missiles have been growing, and so has their arsenal, and that that kind of means that they can literally just fire a missile at the U.S. anytime they wanted. So... Mm -hmm. I think the point that Biden was trying to make was like, oh, Trump's being all chummy or whatever with the person who's in control of these nuclear missiles that can literally destroy us. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point with nuclear, the possibility of nuclear warfare, it's so like uncertain. And like people say like, oh, wait, why are we involved in places like the Middle East and almost everywhere in the world, but we can't seem to get a hold on to like um, the missiles in North Korea. I think it's because like, China would not allow that. Yeah. And also there's contestment with like like even backlash within South Korea like hey like cuz most likely if you're going to control the, they have a possibility of shooting the nuclear missiles, right? Mm -hmm. And that would hurt us and also like possibly the people, you know, cause and everybody, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely concern for our future, especially in terms of foreign affairs. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was much... Well, this wasn't one of the main conversations or topics 
of people today. I think they mostly focus on like this pandemic and racism. So yeah, which gives me a segue into the next topic, and it was how New York responded to the pandemic. Trump said that New York is a quote ghost town end quote, and that businesses and restaurants are dying. Biden praised New York for flattening the curve, and they were also discussing enacting precautions to open up safely. Biden says that the U.S. can open up but needs to open up safely. And I think one of his arguments was about the use of plexiglass so that the um, infection rate would be very low if you go to like a restaurant or another business or something. And Trump said no because it's too expensive. I mean, you could give them funding for that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Also, like, it's expensive, but also, like, what else is more what expensive? What else are you going to do? Lives. Exactly. Like, would you rather pay, like, in money or pay in... It sounds kind of cheesy, but pay in American lives. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, which one do you value more? So I think that says a lot about Trump at this point. And our final topic about the presidential debate was, should we shut down the economy again because of COVID-19 since we've been seeing like a spike in cases for forever? I think today there's like a new spike. For real? Yeah. I think, yeah. And also there's a mention of a second wave, right? Because right now we had like a huge spike like a few months ago or like two months ago and then... Obviously, like, following the pattern of other countries around the world, there's definitely going to be waves, but the waves will be, like, smaller and smaller until, like, coronavirus goes away. We don't even know when that's going to be. But yeah, there's been talk about a huge second wave or another surge in cases, especially during the winter. When normal flu... Actually, yeah. Yeah, when normal normal flu flu season. Because you have flu season and you have COVID. Double whammy. Especially for people who have recovered from COVID. And then they have to deal with the flu flu again. It's very dangerous. Exactly. Well, in the topic about shutting down the economy again, Trump said no, because if you close the nation, there will be no nation left. Which, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Does that make sense? (laughs) Biden says, yes, we should. And that will... Well, and that they'll shut down the virus, not the country, which is also kind of vague. But I hope you get the idea, which is going into lockdown is safer. And also, well, going into lockdown, having those safety precautions such as social distancing, wearing a mask, and reopening safely if needed. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think so, too. I mean, like, at this point, do? it's... Huh? What else can you do? Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like do this or that like they're both bad they're it's like the least worse option exactly what other plans do you have you have nothing else except yeah, unless opening. a vaccine will come out but even then like will everyone get it like who's is gonna it get it to is all? it is it successful mm-hmm. but yeah i mean like you have no other plan except for just reopening like normal but then again that is yeah. the worst decision you can make at this moment and also considering like people aren't even wearing masks they're still hang like hang out in groups like big 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 groups without masks i see people oh my goodness i think i went after work i was sitting down and i saw these two girls walking past me 
with their masks in hand and not wearing them. Outside? Outside. And I was like two feet away from them. And I saw another guy with his like, group of guy friends and he was like the only one not wearing a mask. So it's concerning how many people just don't follow the rules. Like there's a reason that this pandemic is still going on. It's because people don't socially distance. People don't continue wearing their masks. And they always hang out in their groups of friends. Yeah. Well, though, that's our conversation today. I'm glad we had a recap of our second, was it, no, third, third presidential debate. Because the second well, there one, was the town first hall, one. Then the town halls, oh, yeah. which were supposed to replace the second, and then and the third, third one. Yeah. We have one more. It was vice presidential one. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. And for our fun fact about Sunday, there is historically a Sunday called Cold Sunday. And you guys can guess what it means based on the name, but in the 17th day, which was a Sunday, in January 1982, um, extremely cold air swept in the U.S. from Canada. And this cold air resulted in the temperatures across most states of the United States go way below their existing all-time lows known at that time. So to this day, that Sunday is now referred to as Cold Sunday. Interesting. I wonder if there's a hot Sunday. <laughs> Dude, like the first thing that comes to my mind is like the ice cream Sunday. Oh, oh, like the, the Cold banana? Sunday, you know. <laughs> okay, well, that's our page six edition for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good Sunday.